Welcome to Hypopathetical, the place where we ask the world's most important questions, and especially the hypotheticals. How are you boys today? I'm rocking and rolling. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, do, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm hyped. Pumped. I'm full of blood. I'm energized. Glad to hear that. So, this week's theme is traditions. So, boys, who's who's all fired up and wants to get there out? I'm gonna roll. Nice I'm rolling man. in first. I'm doing a somersault. Oh, okay. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. Mainly because I think mine is. It's not generic, but it's mainstream. It's kind of an obvious one. Boys, let's say you died, the martyrs you are. What tradition, what, what, if a day is like given to you, like, oh, it's Chris or Michael day, um, what would you want people to do on your um, traditional day of celebration? On Chris day. I want them to dig up my body, hang me from a tree, and put me in the finest suit they can. I want them to remove one of my shoes and just start hitting me with it. <laughs> and, and what's the um, what's the representation? You have to have a, a meaning as well. That that's that's kind of how I want my funeral to go. I want them to like you know when you do like an open casket funeral. Yeah. I want them to like open my casket, but I'm not in there. And then they have, then they kind of zip line my body in, but I want it to get like stuck like Boris Johnson did. Do you remember that? When he got stuck on that zip line? <laughs> no. That sounds great though. So I kind of want to be dangling in the middle of the room, but I only want to have one shoe on. And I want people to think that my shoe fell off, but the whole thing, there was there never was a shoe. They, they just put one shoe on me. And, and I kind of want that to be what they do on my day. I want that moment to be recreated forever, passed down in history. <laughs> See, I was, I was thinking that you could, like, go further with it and, like, have your body on the zipline and parade it around <laughs> and, and uh, your your family and the people you would leave behind would, try, would each have to, like, take off their shoe and try to hit you with it and the person who, like, knocks you down from the swing, that person gets inheritance. <laughs> That, that reminds me of my childhood. Do you remember you'd get like a ball stuck in a tree so you'd just take turns yeah, throwing yeah. your shoes into it? Yeah, yeah, that would happen in our gym classes as well. Oh, yeah, I love that. I like yours better. Oh, I, I want to imagine that to mine. <laughs> Not mine. Yeah, that's, that's just like taking... But how, how, what would you be like the reward after like... What would be the reward of the tradition? <laughs> I guess they could just fill him. my pocket. <laughs> Yeah, they can just fill my pockets with candy, or they can stitch my belly and fill it with, like, <laughs> I don't know, M&M's. So, so you just end up being a piñata? Pretty much. Just, like, I, at first I'll be really stinky, but eventually they'll just have to sew fake skin on me. <laughs> okay. I had this thought when you mentioned open casket funerals. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, open casket funerals, just... I'm good. It's my funeral. They dig the hole for me. I'm in an open casket. But it's kind of a waste of wood, and I could provide some like good, nice things into the soil as I decompose. So I was thinking that they just like 
get me get me near the hole in the open casket. They don't close the casket and they just like flip the casket open and let me just like flip into the hole from the casket <laughs> face first. <laughs> And then, just, and then just get the casket away and reuse it, maybe. You know, when you mentioned... Yes, yeah, it's sustainable. When you mentioned it'll be a waste of food, I thought you were going to imply you were going to double as a buffet. <laughs> but what makes that a tradition? Just keep doing it. No, no that, that wasn't like a tradition. That was just like... My take on open casket funerals. Yeah, that's okay. fair. That's actually a fair point. You're already on the show. Like, <laughs> just go that one step further. <laughs> I, to be fair, I think like that would be like really on brand with my life, just falling face first into stuff, oh into ground mostly. If if you wanted to traditionify it a bit more, uh, every, maybe every year they could chuck another body into the Michael pit. <laughs> into the Michael pit. <laughs> Just make like a nice big tree behind it to fuel it. That'd be kind of lovely. And then it, they would have to like sacrifice a dead body each year so it bears fruit. You know how people <laughs> like get themselves uh, cremated and turned into like a diamond? Where you could get turned into like bricks and then you could actually build something. Like it's a generational thing and when people get cremated they can like be added to this structure. Or does that sound really morbid? No, that sounds nice. You could build a pizza oven. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of pizza ovens, my friend recently visited an active volcano in Iceland. Really? And, wow. and one of my other friends suggested that he should have brought stuff to cook. And I was thinking, oven-baked pizzas. That's kind of cliched at this point. Now lava-baked pizzas, that's the new trend. I'd I'd fly to another country genuinely to try that. And all right. Yeah. Anyway, traditions based on me dying. Okay. So one thing is like just depends how I would die. But then again, I don't have, don't have like an opinion on. Okay, so this is how I died. I want this to happen to me, and make it into a tradition. The boring answer would be, I want it to be like a national holiday so everyone can get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's that's kind of boring one. So I would want to be like, an, like a raccoon feeding day. Where everyone just goes out into the streets at night and feeds raccoons. I think I could get behind that. I'd be into that. Can, is the British I, alternative like foxes? It would probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a fox really up. I mean, I don't think I don't think we have raccoons here either. I think they're just an American. But I do, do live in a fox. But I did live in the Fox Valley, and I actually seen a few foxes there. The other day, I saw a fox, like the closest fox I'd ever seen, and it really took me off guard. And it was just in the front of someone's garden. It's just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah, it's just chilling. Huh. Yeah. I've seen so many foxes in Swansea as well. Because <laughs> filled with garbage from to eat. Swansea is like the. If there are poison there are raccoons. There's so many furries in Swansea. There genuinely are. There are a few. I have seen 
I've seen so many tails hanging from people when I was working in really? retail. Uh, I mean, we already know Swans is like the pit of degeneracy, so it's not really much of a surprise. Also, it's spiritual and geological birthplace of the Spice Boy. <laughs> is that true? Supposedly. It's true according to Urban Dictionary. And that's my most trusted reason. That's where I get all my info from. <laughs> to, to loop around to what you said a second ago about uh, a day where everyone gets eight hours sleep, that would be bigger than Easter, I swear to God. It's just a, just a chill day. It's, would that be the Michael day? It's just like you listen to lo-fi music and just sleep. I, I, I yeah, or I, I, was actually, I was actually thinking it doesn't have to be necessary. So my kind of my brand is kind of like not getting out of the bed early enough most of the days. So I think stuff can open, but only in the afternoon. It's like like nothing happens until afternoon, so no one misses out on anything. So everyone can like stay in bed and get their rest. Cool. I like that. So, do you want to do you want to hear mine? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, I uh, I'd love to think that people would get a day off work uh, for my holiday. Although I, I doubt that would ever happen. So for my holiday, um, I'm gonna combine my two favorite my two favorite things. <laughs> it's <laughs> especially when I was a student, I had two things going on in my life. I used to spike my hair up and I used to eat rice pudding. And both of those are the things you'd do on my holiday. Everyone would have to spike their hair up. <laughs> Whether or not they had the okay. day off. Like, it's just a thing you do. And, um, yeah, you'd, uh, you'd eat rice pudding in the evenings. Okay, after my last experience, I have no issues of spiking my hair up, but I would hate your holiday because I, I don't want to eat rice pudding. I hate rice pudding. <laughs> And what about the poor baldies? Um... <laughs> Sharpie. They, 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 can, they can spike up their like, armpit hair. <laughs> or, or pubes or back hair. If anything, it might be a godsend for them. <laughs> they might enjoy it more. Okay, speaking, speaking of pubes and spiking up your hair, hmm. do you think it would be fashionable to have frosted tips on your pubes? <laughs> I hope so, because otherwise I don't even have to redye them. <laughs> yeah, I, I could get on board with that. <laughs> what, in like 20 okay. years? Like, that becomes the... Yeah. Oh, to make it a trend now. <laughs> Who knows? I, I would be on the forefront. <laughs> Tell I would get into porn, though. You send us a picture with that done, and uh, I'll think about it. The thing is, you know what they say? They say, it takes one person to start something. It takes a second person to, I don't know, help influence it. Continue. And then it takes, but it takes <laughs> three people to start a movement. <laughs> I don't know, that might okay. be a thing. <laughs> and, and, there, and, there's three, and there's three of yeah. us. Yeah, so. that was the, that was the thing. <laughs> That's what we're doing next week. The frosted pubes movement. <laughs> I thought we were doing the per like the permed pubes movement this week. Can we do both? Oh damn! Okay, then. Oh, I, I feel like we need to give some time for the pubes to recover. It's a hat on a hat, isn't it? Yeah. 
We don't want to turn this whole pubes situation into a Team Fortress 2 situation. We, if we do it too much, people won't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Good answers. Yeah. So, Chris, do you want to go next or shall I get yeah. my... I'd love to, but first, okay. to make sense of it, i got to tell you a little story. Ooh, Ooh story time. Got my popcorn. Let, let me tell you the... Uh, the story of the Welsh legend Mary Loud. Ooh. Pronunciation Ooh. unsure. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, there's a story slash tradition about... Uh, there's one night in a year where you'll hear a knock on the door, and waiting at the door will be a skeletal horse head covered in a blanket. Now, by the way, I'm not making this shit up. This shit's on Wikipedia. This is real. Um, so Wikipedia, it must be true. Hey, no, it's a, it's a Welsh legend. It's an actual. Oh, I can't argue with that. It's an actual Welsh legend, um, and so basically, the horse horse skeleton, or it's actually just a skull. Uh, the horse skull shows up at your door, and uh, it starts spitting poetry at you, and you have to you have to respond. You have to start spitting poetry. It's essentially like an 18th century rap battle at your door. <laughs> this sounds great. We 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 knew how to do shit back then. And uh, if if you win, it leaves, uh, and if you lose, it eats your dinner. So, I must ask you, what would you boys feed a skeleton horse? Okay, well, first of all, I can't believe hip-hop originated in Wales. It's true. In 18th century Wales. I have so many questions. Was it lit? Did you literally have to, like, you had to, like, rap back? Yeah, not you, rap, but spit poetry. You had, yeah, you had to spit poetry uh, back at them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm a little unclear whether you had to give him your dinner or just make him dinner, but... I'm, I'm thinking I would feed... feed but I feel like I would feed him like fish fingers, but... <laughs> this little... This horse head on the floor. Do you have to? You actually have to physically feed him as well, because <laughs> he's just a head. I imagine like it would, it would just, he would just float it into his mouth. Because if he's like don't, don't, floating under a blanket, like uh, don't, don't forget, kids, when feeding horses, just put the food flat on your hand. <laughs> don't give them your fingers. <laughs> don't give them your fish fingers. Shall I? Shall I? Shall we add some realism to the situation? Shall I go and have a look in my fridge and see what I would have to <laughs> say it's today? Please okay, do. Right. Please Let me do. just report back. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, did he take his microphone with him? I think he's. I think he's just kitchens nearby. Oh, fair. Matt, okay. we know you're going to be editing this. I want you to know how handsome you are. <laughs> Okay, I have some chicken d drumsticks. I've got some bacon, and I've got got some mushrooms. I've got some mozzarella, and this isn't very interesting. <laughs> that sounds like quite the meal. And I've got a roll of pastry that is about two weeks out of date. <laughs> Would you feed him the pastry because he doesn't have a tongue? I'm not gonna lie, that was my first go-to. Um, I guess I could make some. I feel like the horse would just come back with a revenge. Yeah. Do, do I like 
make some like chi little chicken pot pie things. I got like the mushrooms, I got some chicken. See, see, here's the other thing, though. He only comes one night a year, like Santa Claus, and I imagine he's a busy guy. Oh, so I don't... Yeah, I, I'm limited for time, is that the... Yeah, you might just have to throw that in the microwave for him. Okay. Uh, oh, something that me and... Well, I'm guessing Michael still likes it. I have, um, I have a single tomato and mozzarella, so I could do, like, uh, <laughs> mozzarella and tomato. Ooh, yeah, salad. I got some uh, smoked sea salt, a bit of that on there. Oh. I mean, sure, real I talk... Toast with mozzarella and tomato on it. That shit is Throw some basil. I went, I, I went to stay with Michael uh, a few years ago when he was still when he was still in Swansea. Uh, I went over for a weekend, and ever since that, we well we had that every morning, didn't we, Michael? And ever since then, I've like I had that every morning <laughs> during that whole year. It's become a staple of my diet. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Without the toast. I'd it's eat... so good and easy to make. I'd eat that shit in halls. It was... Oh, it's so good, isn't it? It's fantastic. Like, just simple flavors. Oh, yeah. A bit of salt as well. A bit of salt. Yeah, just like a pinch of salt on it. Ooh, these it, guys... It really brings salt. out the flavors in like, it. We all enjoy it. I think I think the horse would as well. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good call. I think he'd be happy with that. Quick, easy. He gets to munch, then go on his merry way while thinking up new rhymes. He really was the Eminem of his day. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think I would feed him, like, beef stock or chicken stock. Just, like, to toss a stock cube into his mouth. No, no, like, the one made out of bones. Oh. That, that would actually be pretty good, like a homemade stock. Yeah, because I think he would enjoy it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to feed us a horse skull something made of bones? <laughs> I'll, I'll feed him his predecessor. It's not It's not a horse, though. <laughs> it's, it's the last year's horse Do you skull. think he'd be more okay with it because it's a different large mammal? Like, we would probably have issues with like eating orangutan soup or gorilla soup right yeah so do you think a horse has similar feelings towards like cows and oxes he might then then i'll make yeah. it like kind of stock i would just be concerned that if there's a dude who's boiling bones into stock he's just going to try and trap my floating head in like a in like a, a vat and then just start pouring water you... in it yeah that's why i said i'm gonna feed him the last years <laughs> oh my of course <laughs> But surely then that only works like every other year because you have to take the foot, or do you boil them? Every, you feed them last years, and then and then you boil them. Yeah, and then I, and, and yeah, and while he's like munching on it, I come from behind, bonk him over the head, into 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 the vat. Where else are you gonna bonk him? <laughs> That's why I said in the head. <laughs> To bonk him in the blanket. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I've got the <laughs> experience. <laughs> oh man. Cool. Uh, what would you do, Chris? What would you feed him? I'm not gonna lie. I thought about this all week, and I never once thought I'd have to answer my own question. <laughs> it happens. I eat like nothing but frozen pizza, but the problem is, I uh, I pretty much only uh, get it before I eat it. 
So I'd have to order something. So you'd probably have to sit on my couch while waiting for delivery. What would you uh, put on the? What would you put on the TV to kind of like entertain him while you're waiting for pizza? I'd probably like, come down with me or something. That's a good shout. That's, that's always a good shout. Get our appetites going. Plus, you know, if if we're using Just Eat, he can pick what he wants. Yeah. It's only once a year. It's a special occasion. It's on me as long as he keeps it under 15 quid. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool. Then again, you're implying that I would lose to a, a battle of rhymes I... with this skull who doesn't even have a tongue. You asked the question, you're implying. <laughs> you're implying we'd all yeah. lose. <laughs> I would probably lose. I just thought, I just assumed I'd win, that's why I never thought of an answer. <laughs> that's fair. Chris won, me and Michael both lost. That's sound logic. That confidence. <laughs> no, I think I'd lose. I think he'd have way too yeah. much practice than me. Plus, I can't. Yeah, it's true. I can't write poetry. Next year, I'm gonna, next year I'm gonna feed him crazy because he grew too confident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Third hypothetical. So, it's been Easter this year pretty recently. And it made me thinking. It made me thinking. It made me think. Close enough, mate. <laughs> we've, we've almost been there. That there's like some interesting traditions all around the globe. Like, for example, in the UK, you chase a wheel of cheese down the hill, which for me is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Even though usually you break some bones, but hey, man, can't say no to cheese. Next year, and even, even as a kid, whenever we went to like a supermarket and I saw those wheels of cheese, I always wanted to buy one, which is my childhood dream. I'm still yet to fulfill. Me and uh, me so, and Chris have like huge conflicts when it comes to like uh, baby bells, which are like the round cheese things you get. Chris really likes them. I think they're disgusting. Yeah, what's your opinion on this, Michael? Weigh in. Are they the ones in the backs? Yeah. yeah, like the little red ones. They're all right. They're mid. Oh, of <laughs> course he's on the fence. Oh, we're going to have to get another person. I, 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 don't, I, I don't mind them, but in terms of like cheese snacks, I don't think I would just like go out and seek them. But if someone offers, I would definitely take one. Allow me to rephrase this, and uh, hopefully, Matt, you agree with what I'm about to say. Matt, you seem to lean more towards cheese strings, right? <laughs> yeah, and I know they're not good <laughs> cheese either, but at least they have, like, a lot more salt. What, wait, wait, what the fuck? Did you just say cheese strings aren't real cheese? Uh, no, I said they're, they're not, they're not, like, good cheese. Like, you can't compare a cheese string to cheddar. Mm -hmm. Mate! I can and I will. I will fight you. Can't you can't compare it to cheddar. <laughs> you can't. Okay, okay. Mind you, you might be forgetting a little detail. Cheese strings are like an actual traditional thing where I'm from. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, 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 we make, and yeah, and we make them out of good proper cheese. Ah. Traditional, someone might say. I, I did so. say. I'm <laughs> um, that's actually something I'd be really interested in trying. We make the cheese strings and we like, not spin them, but I'll kind of spin them into like a small, like 
kind of stretch calling them vibes. Yeah. But I guess I don't have like a better translation for it. Are they like long mozzarella then? Uh, I know. Not, not really. It's they're they're like really small. They're like maybe one or two, like sure, like maybe two or three millimeters in diameter, like oh, the string. Maybe, maybe up to four the feather ones. And and we like like take take the string. Actually, actually, you can have just strings. That's actually a thing as well. But the way they usually come is like we. We take them, bend them in the half, and then sort of like intertwine the sides. Oh, wow. And then tie it up at the bottom. Oh, man, I want to eat those now. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I will fight you about cheese strings being real cheese. <laughs> the, the reason I brought up cheese strings is that Matt likes them more than Baby Bell, whereas, whereas I prefer Baby Bell. So I was going to kind of ask that to kind of get your answer on it. And it seems like you're leaning more in Matt's direction. But I think he's talking about the more like Slovakian cheese strings. Or I'm, I'm... Yeah, that's Because true. our cheese strings are amazing. So... We also have we also have the cheese rolls. Which also sound good. Cheese, cheese it, it is. Yeah, it's... It's like cheese, but it's flat and it's rolled. That sounds good. Do, do you know like uh okay actually I'm not sure if they're the type of pastry that's called Wasp's Nest? Is it that's like puff pastry? Okay. Uh wait, let me Okay. Actually, cinnamon. So imagine a cinnamon roll, but instead of like it being with cinnamon and it being uh made out of pastry. Holy it's, shit. It's it's like cheese. Great idea! Why don't we have those here? No. Dude, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that I think like Slovakia and Wales would be like, like hold hands. I, f I feel like like a lot of culinary things in Wales and in Slovakia have like similar roots, but just different. We just went different directions on it. You do like our stews. Anyway, Basically, hypothetical, yeah. though. I... Hypothetical. God, I got so caught up in the cheese conversation. <laughs> so, chasing a cheese down, down the hill sounds fucking great. And you also get to keep the cheese if you catch it. Now, other traditions, they seem a bit boring. There's no competition there. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna ask the hypothetical, and then I'm gonna answer it, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just just, just so you know where I'm aiming with this. You can take existing traditions from over the world, so if you know more, good for you. I'm gonna use a British one, because we don't, we don't really have it same here. It's... Take any tradition from all over the world and add one element to it. Okay, add some elements to it that would make it a competition. Okay. So, my answer is, since it's been Easter recently, it's Easter egg hunt. 
where kids get released into a big park or a forest with eggs hidden around. Now, those are chocolate eggs. Not, usually not real eggs, I, I assume. I'm not that familiar with it. But what can happen is now there's a time limit. And let's say the time limit is like five to six hours. So it's not like race, but there's also like enough time to get tired. So they have to strategize a bit. Because now, afterwards, the kids, the kid who has most eggs wins. Now, what you can do to get more eggs is first, be really good at finding and spotting them. And you can also, one, either steal someone's eggs while they aren't looking, or you can wrestle them <laughs> for their eggs. Now, I'm saying wrestle. Hurting someone else is prohibited. But you can wrestle them and try and subdue them. But, like, don't break their arm. <laughs> <laughs> and the person who wins gets to be the Easter King until the next year. That's great. Does being Easter King come with privileges? Uh, yeah, you get hot bunny girls when you reach age 18. <laughs> I actually don't know, I just speedboard that one. <laughs> My immediate... Um go-to was like Pat St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's much bigger yeah. in America. And basically all you do in St. Patrick's Day is you... Which, which is odd, but kind of... can see why, but it's also There's a lot of like... It's um, there's a lot of um, Irish uh, immigrants who ended up in America because of the famine and stuff. So there's a lot of like Irish families over there. And it... Yeah, and I know. Uh, yeah, the, I, it's common knowledge, but I, I think that's maybe part of the reason why. Um, also, America, it's they have all these like horrible traditions about like war and killing, and then they just have one where it's like, yeah, just go out and act like the Irish, and they just love it. So, do do you have a winner, and it's the person who's drunk the the most? And how would you enforce that? And how would and I think the only the, I think the method you might use is. In Always Sunny, they have that um, episode where they try and drink as many beers as they can on like a plane. And so like each, they, uh, you wear like a t-shirt and as you go to each bar, when you get a, a drink, you'd get like a stamp from that um, bar. So if someone just has like 12 stamps from that bar, there's like a bit, there's like not so much authenticity. Like you have to get a bunch of stamps from different bars, if that makes sense. And then the person who yeah. drinks the most, I guess, becomes the St. Patrick's Day King and he gets hot leprechaun girls. <laughs> hot leprechaun girls. Are they like... Are they like midget prostitutes? <laughs> Whoa, I did not say any of that. <laughs> Matt, Matt wants him some short stacks. <laughs> short stacks. Anyway, I think that would... I, I don't know, I think that could work. And a bit of competitive element to it. I just think that's like the fastest way to get alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah, it would be rough though, wouldn't it? <laughs> the part, the bars I, would love it. Oh, I mean, oh, also it kind of like 
insights long-term alcoholism because then you like grow your <laughs> you should associate um drinking with like winning <laughs> <laughs> no but you want to like get get better immunity to alcohol so just drink as much as you can during the year <laughs> i'm not an alcoholic i'm trading <laughs> it sounds fun though yeah it does sound fun that does sound like a great you could time. just compete within your friend group you don't have to like compete with everyone in the city it, it can just be like small competitions as well you could probably like mix it up with like some pub crawl it might even help, like, it might even help the police, like, at the end of the day. They're like, oh yeah, this guy's had way too much to drink. I can tell by his shirt. <laughs> or, or <laughs> this, guy says, this guy says he's not drunk. And he's right, he's only got two stamps. Like, <laughs> that, that brings a whole... That brings a whole new level of, like, taxes. Because you, you actually have to avoid the police at that point to get as many stamps as possible. <laughs> yeah, and maybe you can only have, like... Like I said, you you have to alternate bars. You can't you can't get them all in the same bar because otherwise, you know, someone could just get someone could just be friends with like a um, a barkeeper who has a stamp. Like you have to move on to another pub. Okay, okay, hear me out. Evolution of this concept. It's a pub crawl race on bikes. <laughs> And you have to get like 10 or 12 stamps. But the difficulty of the race increases with each additional stamp because, well, at some point it gets harder to ride the bike. <laughs> and also at around like the midway point or maybe like two thirds through, when you have like six stamps or eight stamps that you're sure, the police gets added to the map. <laughs> or if you, if you have like more than that, they're gonna try and chew in. You have to like get through the city on the bike, avoid the police, and actually ride the bike and don't die. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it, but I'd watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it sounds great. Actually, I actually would. Yeah. I would probably get involved with this as well. <laughs> Matt, 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 you should you should submit this to like UK government as a post-COVID. <laughs> yeah, I. I've, how to, re how to revive the bar yeah, economy? I think I think uh, when the pubs reopen on April twenty eighth or whatever, like this is what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, or is it April twelfth? Is it tomorrow? Oh man, that's time stamping this, isn't it? Right. Uh, what can you do? Yeah. No, I mean it's just. It's the world we're currently living in. Like, we haven't had bars open for four months, and that's okay. But it's, it's just going to be a shit show, isn't it? <laughs> There's no pubs, so we have to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ne next, next week, we're moving into the pub. This is going to turn into a podcast. <laughs> so. so. I actually kind of have two answers, one of which is a kind of like a variation on Michael's one. So I'm loving just abandoning kids in a forest to find eggs, that's amazing. But to add more of a competitive angle, uh, imagine, you know, there are various sizes of chocolate egg. You know, you've got the regular full-size Easter eggs, but then you've got the little Cadbury cream eggs and everything in between. 
Now, you guys ever played Conkers? Yeah. Played what? Have, have you never played Conkers, Michael? I don't even know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. So basically, Conkers is a game uh, British school kids will play where you go and get. I think they're chestnuts, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Basically, we have chestnut trees everywhere. No, they're not. I think so, they're their own thing. So, you these things called conkers, and they're like little hard nuts that you don't eat. And what you do is you thread a shoelace through it, and they're very hard, and you smack them together. And it'd be like, whoever wins, wins. whoever's uh, chestnut or conker doesn't break wins. Yeah. So basically, imagine that with chocolate eggs. Whoever, you just smash each other's chocolate eggs with chocolate eggs. And logically, the smaller they are, the harder they are. So, you know, the big the big prize being the cream eggs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, really, there's only one winner because there's only one chocolate egg left. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I, mean, I mean, if the chocolate egg breaks, you can still eat it. You have to eat off the floor, though. So, just play over a point. I was just thinking, like, how could you, yeah, how yeah. could you have like an Easter-style um, Hunger Games situation, and then I thought Robot Wars, and then I thought maybe like each year there's like an engineer and he makes like a like a giant robot, robotic remote-controlled like rabbit, and they put all the kids in a pit, <laughs> and this rabbit has to fight them, but there's like. There's like loads of things, like the, the rabbit has to have like sort of boxing mitts on, you can't... And the kids are on like... If they fall off the... They're on like um, they're on like a platform, like a sumo platform, and if they fall off, like, then they're out of the game. And the platform like shrinks and shrinks. They die. And the, you've got to be the last kid. <laughs> or you take out the rabbit. You've just combined Robot Wars with the show Gladiators. <laughs> And I have no problem with that. Yeah, that's amazing! <laughs> the, uh, the other thing was uh, Christmas. Christmas, obviously that's the big tradition, isn't it? How is that not already your <laughs> tradition? <laughs> but I, I think I would, the way to turn Christmas into a competition is that school kids would each have to bring in their best present. And uh, whoever is the coolest one gets all the presents. <laughs> SMH rich get richer. Exactly. Really uh, hammer in capitalism or communism, whatever one that is, to the children. <laughs> yeah, life's not fair, kids. And over your presents. It's kind of meritocracy, but all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's how I'd improve Christmas. <laughs> improve. <laughs> What about okay? Hey, my parents. Cool. So, oh, only only one kid gets presents. Maybe, maybe this yeah, is a, Christmas. Is this might be like a dark. <laughs> that's, this might be a dark idea, but maybe not a Christmas holiday. But this is just putting kids up against each other. I just realized. You know, you know, there's that um, film, uh, something The Handmaid's. No, not no, no. Handmaid's um, Tale. No, it's not that one. It's the one with the uh, the big fella. Um, is it Andre the Giant? Shrek. <laughs> oh, talking... um, Princess Bride? Bride, yeah. And they um, they have that comp. The, the two guys have that competition with like the poison, and they're playing mind games. <laughs> like, I actually haven't seen the movie. Anyway, there's this whole thing where the guy's like, 
he serves two drinks and he puts poison in one. And then, um, yeah, the other guy has to like, it's a, it's a battle of wits. Like, has he put it in my drink or are we, we going to swap glasses? And I think the end result is like, I, I think, um, I think the guy has has an antitoxin, but then the other guy has um, already like has an immunity to it or something like that. But anyway, you could do that with like you could do that in schools, right? <laughs> and you've got like a hundred glasses, right? And one of them's got poison in it, and the kids have to like convince the other ones to either step out of the game or drink their drink, if that makes any sense. So you've got like a hundred kids, and they, you put them one on one, and they can either forfeit. And they just and they quit the game, or they um, they they, or they drink. <laughs> but the the situation is like one person may die, <laughs> and that's why it's competitive. Because if you win, I don't know, you get an Easter egg. There you go. There's there's I, the tradition in that <laughs> idea. I, I I think if there's one thing we can take away from this episode is that net like none of us should be in charge of the public school system. What do you mean? We just have to fight robots and fucking drinking poison. <laughs> I already think mine's a great idea. I can't even remember. What was yours again, Michael? Because it was the eggs in the forest one. Yeah, yeah, I think that would work as well. Because, like, people who don't want to participate can just be like, yo, I just have one egg, and they end up leaving with one egg. So, really, you would only get the competition between the highly competitive kids. Or, or people who just want to be Easter King and have bunny girls. <laughs> okay. All that girls. might be a highly contentious part. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bit's debated. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sure if the parents would be on board of me getting prostitutes to the kids oh in my, my school. Oh god, okay, let's <laughs> At, at least me as a parent wouldn't be really. <laughs> okay, I think we're done there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, remember to send in your hypothetical suggestions at hyperpathetical at gmail.com. And also, if you want, let us know what would you add to a tradition. Make the competition. We we should start asking uh, stuff like that at the end. Actually, we should do that each time. That's a good addition. Yeah, Michael. if you, I guess, yeah. If they have, if you have any uh, ideas for what you'd do for any hypotheticals we answer in the episode, email them in, and we'll read <laughs> we'll read them out <laughs> on the next week's episode. Maybe not all of them, but the one that made us chuckle the most. Yeah, if you keep messaging and saying how handsome I sound, I'm, I'm, we're only going to read a few of them. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut them down to like the top ten. <laughs> top, top, top ten compliments for Chris from last week. Which week, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.